Hey, you're listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shane on 1973. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Well, well, how could I not start today, this day of Halloween 2018, with some spooky music going on in the background, some howling, some whatever other little special effects that I can get going on right now with the fact that each and every one of you have joined me on this day of Halloween on 2018. Even if you don't celebrate Halloween or Halloween freaks you out, it's a, it's a good day to be able to just kind of get out with the kids, see the neighborhood, uh, spend some good quality time, step away from the tablets and the, and, the, and the phones and all that good stuff to be able to get out there and just uh, enjoy some time. So if you're going out with your family tonight and you're going out and you're doing things or you're walking the kids or if your kids are too old or you're giving just giving away candy at the house or whatever you're doing, be safe tonight. Um, make sure that we are celebrating the goods that are out there. Give some high fives and really, uh, really just have a, a a really safe time and enjoy yourself. Right. So Halloween's a pretty big deal in my house. So I know we had our Halloween party this last Saturday, which I, I got to tell you, I, uh, <laughs> I I partook in some some beverages and some foods and those kind of things, and I was regretting it on Sunday. Boy, I'll tell you. So we had a a quarter keg of beer in the fridge or in the garage, and we had some alcohol and some punch and some other stuff, and then lots of little goodies all around that we were uh, diving into, having some fun. But there was a lot of people, so we had a lot of food and a lot of drink. So it was a really good time. I was dressed up as a ringmaster, right, an evil ringmaster. And my wife was a witch, and we had a bunch of people over that had some amazing costumes. We had a prize for kid and adult and all that good stuff. So I digress. So um, enjoy your Halloween. Be safe and do the things that you need to do to be able to continue to push forward. And one of those things is when it comes to Halloween, can you can you hear the freight train coming? Because if, if you haven't already dove into the bowl of candy that's been sitting in your house waiting for the day of Halloween or up in the cupboard where it's sitting in the bag where it's the size of Alaska and you're looking at it every day that you open it up and you see the little emblem of a Snickers or a Hershey's or Whoppers or something like that and you're looking at it going, man, you know, <laughs> I, I, it's sitting in my cabinet right now and I have not dove into it, but I, I need one of those. Oh, what's one going to hurt? And then what's two, three, four? I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that are listening right now that have already dove into that Halloween candy and first of all, you have to learn to forgive yourself when you do that, right? So if you do have some of that candy and you have dove into that stuff, it's okay. It's not the end of the world, right? Now, the second part of that is there are a lot of people that haven't done it and they've been vigilant, they've been strong and willpower has kicked in and they are, I'm not gonna do this, I'm just gonna give this candy away. So then when they open up the bag and they put it in the bowl and they go to give it out to the kids that are coming around the neighborhood, then they go, oh, let me sneak one of these. You know what, I got one of these right here. Let me try one of those while I'm waiting for the kids to come, whatever, this, that, and the other, right? So mind you, I'm speaking from my own personal experience. I've got all of these things that I've done. Every one of these scenarios, I've lived, I've breathed, I've done all of it, including where that bag of candy would sit up in the cabinet and I would take out all of the Reese's cups that are in there and I would stuff my face and then go throw the wrappers away and and, and just have this 
assortment of candies that I might not like as much, right? So I've done all of these things. So I know I'm speaking from experience, right? And then the third portion of it is we've done a great job. We haven't dove into the bag. We haven't dove into the, the bowl that we're giving to, out to the kids. And then all of a sudden, our kids come back with this bag full of or container full of all these candies that they collected throughout the whole entire neighborhood. And we go through this uh, deductive reasoning and the scientific research that I have to do that I have to dive into and sit down and go through all the candy to make sure there's no needles and no razor blades and no stuff like that that creepos out there might might do it or there's no mishandling of some wrappers that are out there that, that, that might be look like it's a little bit opened up early or whatever and be safe which are legitimate things right in today's society but you know, we use this deductive reasoning and this scientific research and we lay all the candy out, we separate everything out, we take a look at it, we take some aside and then guess what happens? After all that great work and willpower and diligence and all the things that we're trying to be able to work on, what happens? We start diving into some of their candy and we say, oh, you don't need any of those, you don't like those, oh, these are some of my favorites, let me go ahead and put them off to the side or whatever. Or... Even on the later end of it, a week later, when your kid has gone through and been on that sugar rush and fallen down and passed out and done everything else over the last couple of days because of sugar that he's eaten and done whatever or they, that she's eaten and done whatever. And then there's a bowl of candy that's sitting in the kitchen that is all the candies that he didn't want or she didn't want, right? All the stuff that was like, ah, you know, I don't want any of those. So then you've got the remnants of the candy. So you've got the the birth of the candy, you've got the um, the unveiling of the candy, and then you have the looking at what's been collected throughout the whole day, the specimen sample of the candy, and then you have on the back end the remnants of the candy, the stuff that keeps on looking at you and staring at you and just like almost like smiling at you in your face every time you walk by the kitchen table. So here's my podcast today. The podcast is how are you going to use your willpower to be able to do the things that are necessary for you to do? Because when you can build the skill set of willpower, of uh, standing up to the things that you know are detriments towards yourself or whatever, during the times when they are most plentiful. We're heading into ho a holiday season, right? So Halloween is when it all starts, right? This is your candy season. This is the season where you have all of the, the goodies running around. You get the treats, the cupcakes at work, the people that bring in all the little Halloween goodies with the pumpkins or the ghosts and whatever else. And it's all faced in front of you. And you're literally looking at every single corner. You're going to Dunkin' Donuts to get yourself a coffee. And there's a big old fat orange donut on there with some honey glaze or some... Um, I don't know, sugar on top of it or maple glaze or bacon and whatever else, right? So you, you know what I'm talking about. It's everywhere. Every aisle you walk down at Target and Walmart, you see bags of candy everywhere, right? So it starts right now in, in, in October. And then we get into the next one, which is which is uh, Thanksgiving, right? Black Friday, Thanksgiving, all this stuff. You get the stress of going out shopping for whatever you want to shop for, and then you've got Thanksgiving, and you've got turkey, and you've got stuffing, and you've got gravies, and you've got all this stuff, food that's always, always, always connected to family, food that's always connected to the feeling of being together in one unit, all that stuff, right? So, so you go from uh, Halloween into Thanksgiving, right, which is a huge eating holiday, so then you go right from there into all of the Christmas festivities. You got Christmas parties, you got giveaways, you got you got Secret Santas, you got uh, work parties, you got 
Christmas time when you're going to be able to cook a meal for everybody or whatever and all that stuff, right? It all comes through it. Candy canes and, and little bonbons and whatever else you have going on for Christmas time festivities, Santa Clauses and all kinds of other stuff, candies and well, you name it, right? So now we've got October, November, and December. And these are the times when all of it's so plentiful that you really have to build a thicker skin to be able to achieve some of the things that you want to achieve. But there's two parts to that. There's two parts to it that I know I've learned in my journey so far. One of the parts is, is you have to forgive yourself if you fall. Okay? Willpower is one thing. Dedication is one thing. Being proud of that, giving yourself high fives, doing all the things that you need to do to be successful, to navigate these three months of foodopolis, right? Just crazy amounts of food coming at you different directions, and you've got to have the willpower to be able to stand up to it if you really want to be truly successful and stay on track of what you're trying to be able to accomplish, if, it, if that's what you're trying to accomplish, okay? So if you're calorie counting, then great. You still want to try to stay on track in some sort, and you want to be able to push forward. You built yourself a plan. You know exactly where it's at. You're going to calorie count, you know, for the most part, the way you're at or whatever. Maybe you might flex a little bit during the holidays and then keep moving forward. If it's carb content and you don't want a lot of carbs, then great. Continue to move forward with that. Plan out your meals. Do those kind of things. Continue to stay focused because guess what? The holidays are just like any other day except they layer food in, right? I mean, there's special meaning behind it. There's religious you know, connotation to it. There's different stuff that goes on you know, during Christmas and all that stuff and Thanksgiving, which is time of family and giving and uh, you know volunteering and all whatever it is that, that that you do during the holidays, those are all really important too. But they're really just any other day. But we start to then layer in all the things that we do that has to do with food in with those holidays, and that's what gets us all in trouble. I, I know it does for me all the time. So here's the thing, right? So here I am thinking to myself, what do I do in a case of uh, I've built the willpower. I've done the things that are necessary for me to do. I've done all the, you know, the work, the willpower, all that stuff on on this on this Halloween time frame, and I actually did a really good job. So all the candy that was the remnant candy, the stuff that's left over and whatever else, I chucked it or I brought it into work and said, here you go. And even bringing it into work. Think about that though, right? So how many people bring in candy into work? I know I'm rambling right now about this Halloween stuff, but how many people? You've done a great job. You have focused, you haven't eaten all the candy in the in the world, you haven't stuffed your face with Hershey kisses and, and, and Reese's cups and whatever else, you did a great job, you handed out all the candy, you got it all out of your house and it's good to go, and the candy that the kid brought back is minimal, so you don't really have a ton that you have to battle through with the remnants, and then you go to work a week later, and then somebody else is in the same situation you are, they take all the candy that the kid had brought back and the remnant candy, and they throw it into a bowl and they stuff it at work, and there you are. So now, not only do you have to walk by the break room and see there's a big bowl of candy, in there now you have to battle through that <laughs> it never ends people it never ends right it just doesn't <laughs> because they're trying to say i don't want it in my house because i don't want to you know partake in all this candy so i'm going to go gaff it off on somebody else that's struggling the same way that i am so that they can eat it and i cannot feel guilty and they can feel guilty what that doesn't serve the purpose, people. You know, to be honest with you, it might be good to just go down to, I don't even know, if it's a homeless shelter or go down somewhere to volunteer to give the candy away to somebody that, you know, might be able to use it or the less fortunate or kids in foster care or th kids in a home or whatever else just to be able to help out and be able to just give back, even though candy's not the greatest thing for you. But it's a nice treat to have when you're in a really tough situation, right? So, okay, so now let's get back to it. So here we are in Halloween and we're trying to get our willpower done 
We're trying to focus on the things that we have to focus on, make good decisions, do the right things, and just stay in the moment of where we are, right? And so we're doing that, and we're building our skill set, and we're doing everything. Think of it as being like you're working up for a marathon, okay? Here you are going to this three-month period of nothing but food and festivities and holidays and everything, right? And there's a lot of also negative side of it, right? So people might feel depressed during the holidays, and when they feel depressed, they start to eat and those kind of things. So the food can have a different type of connotation. So we're building our willpower right now. If you think about it, today on October 31st on Halloween, you're building your willpower. You're building a skill set that you can that can carry you throughout the whole entire holiday season. And here's how you can do it. Here's how I've done it. If I have a urge or a craving or those kind of things, I write down my thoughts during the times that I'm doing that. What am I actually thinking at that moment in time? Am, is it just a boredom thing? Is it something that I just want to be able to do because it's in the house? Is it something that if I get it out of the house, I won't have the craving? Or will I run to the store and try to buy a Hershey's bar just because I've been surrounded by it the whole time? And even though it's not in the house, I'm going to go there, right? So Write down all your feelings, whatever the situation that you're in, so that way you know that where your where your weaknesses are and where your gaps are in your strength meter that you're trying to be able to build, right? The skill set that you're trying to build, find out what your gaps are, write them down. Because if you write those gaps down, you're then going to be able to arm yourself when you go through the rest of the holiday season. So when Thanksgiving comes around, if you got leftovers in the house and you know that that's your weakness whenever things are sitting around the house and then you're bored and you're looking around and then you got something sitting in the fridge and you know it's there and you're going to go eat it, then, then get rid of it, right? Uh, John and I on Two Kitchen Tables and a Microphone, our video cast, we talked about one of the tools that we like to bring to the table is, is if you have people over for dinner for Thanksgiving or whatever, and you're, you have turkey dinner and you have gravy and you have whatever, then you know what you need to do? Box it up after it's done and send it with your family, right? Just send it out with everybody. So that way they can either use it as leftovers or they can do whatever. If that's a tool that you need to do to be able to make sure that it's going to meet the needs of what you've written down during the holiday season as being a weakness of yours, then do it. Don't be ashamed. Do it. Give it to your family. Give it to the people that are around. Give it to your coworkers. Get whatever it is. I did that one time too. I brought in turkey. Or actually what I did was I had leftover turkey and I had all kinds of stuff. So I threw it into a pot and I made a big chicken or turkey soup and I brought it into work. Right? It got rid of all that excess turkey. It got rid of all that excess stock. It got rid of all that stuff, right? So I brought it into work and I and I, I did it there. And the, of course, the, my, my coworkers loved it because it was really delicious, warm, hot soup and it was great and all that good stuff. But I, I, I set myself up for success because I knew that if that turkey was sitting around in my house, I'm going to do nothing but graze all day, all day, like an animal in the pasture. That's what I'd be doing, just grazing on turkey and gravy and potatoes and stuffing and carrot cakes and you know pumpkin pie, all that stuff, right? So if I know my weakness is the fact that if it's around the house and it's sitting there, I'm going to eat it, then I need to make sure that I arm myself with the tools that are going to help me be successful. Now, the other part of all of this, right, you're, you're, we're talking about tools and building skill sets and we're, trying about, we're talking about all, those, all that stuff, right? But at the end of the day, if you cave and you fall and you slip and you skin your knee and you're like, you know what, I dove into that candy last night. Right. And then I wrote down how I was feeling and why I did it and what was going on. So that way it can help me in the future. But I did that. Okay. Yep. I, I ate some candy. I, 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 I caved. I didn't, I didn't stay on track the way that I wanted to. The key to it is learn to forgive yourself. I mean, geez. I mean, really think about it. 
If you're not willing to forgive yourself over something as simple as candy, think about the grand scheme of life here, guys. We're so tough on ourselves on every single thing that we do. How many of us want to be perfect parents? How many of us want to be perfect at our jobs? How many of us want to be to excel at sports and do everything that's necessary for us to be amazing at whatever we're doing and be perfect and, and all those things? We're so critical and hard on ourselves anyway. You can't live in the space of being so critical and hard on yourself because you make a mistake. We're humans. We're going to make mistakes. It's going to happen. One point or another, you're going to step back and you're going to say, I made a mistake. I need to learn from my mistake. And man, I just need to move on and make it a new day today, a fresh start, a clean slate to be able to say yesterday was yesterday, today's today, and these are the day. today's the day that I'm going to make firm decisions, better decisions, and more educated decisions, right? Because I'm going to learn from what I've done before. That's the biggest key. I can make mistakes. It's okay. Just like I've always said, I would look at my son if he falls down or he does something that's kind of dumb, right? And I'm looking at him going, okay, so what do we learn from that? Now, here's a dad saying to his son, what do we learn from that? But why aren't we saying that to ourselves? What did I learn from my mistake here? What did I learn from the fact that that candy was sitting in that bowl and I dove into it, right? I, I step away from the guilty feeling that I already have and I'm feeling like, oh man, I'm a failure and blah, blah, blah. And I'm getting all these negative words in my mind of how I feel about myself and what's happening and all that stuff. But push all those aside. What did I learn from my situation? If I'm feeling guilty, okay, we know that that's the outcome of what's happening, right? If I'm feeling like, oh, I just ate like a thousand calories worth of whatever bad stuff that is there. Okay, yep, that's the outcome. I'm feeling guilty about that. I got all that. Check all that to the side. Now, when you ask yourself, what did I learn from it? What specifically did I do to cause me to do that, to slide that quickly, to be able to binge that fast? And move down the road of just doing something that I, know, I knew I wasn't going to do, but then I did. What's my learning from that? What caused that to happen, right? Find out the root cause of the things that are happening. Because once you can find these things out, it's easier said than done because now we're talking about psychoanalyzing things or taking a look and being a psychologist or whatever else, putting yourself on the black couch, right? And talking to yourself of going, hmm, what, what, what specifically made you think about eating four pounds of Hershey Kisses, right? Or whatever, right? I mean, you're literally going to have to talk to yourself that way because if you can find out what the reason why that you did that, what's the reason? Was it stress? Was it uh, pressures of work? Was it just boredom? Was it, you know, whatever the cause, whatever the root cause of you doing that is, it's not saying that it's a wrong thing, okay? I'm not saying that you need to beat yourself up over it. I'm just saying find out the root cause of it and then use that root cause. Use that reasoning that went through your brain to be able to do that for when you're going through the holidays moving forward. You know, like I said, I say it all the time. It's always so much easier said than done. But this is just some small tools that you can put in your tool belt for you to be able to continue to move forward. You're not going to be perfect at it. As a matter of fact, when you go to look at yourself and you say, why did I do that? You might just answer because I wanted to. You know, I had a craving and I wanted to curb the craving, so I dove into it and I ate it, right? I mean, that might just be your answer. Okay, well, at the end of the day, maybe that's one of the things that you do whenever you are just need to curb a craving, right? And if that's the case, maybe you have to, in the, in the future, arm yourself with the fact that you don't have the items around you that are sitting there for when you have a craving. Instead, arm yourself with healthier foods, veggies, fruits, 
you know, beans or whatever else you got going on in the house that you can arm that household with for you to be successful moving forward. Okay? So, like I said, I'm going to say it again. It's easier said than done. But here's the thing. Think of today on Halloween when you have all that candy flowing and you got all that stuff going on. You got maybe a party tonight or maybe you had a party last weekend or maybe this weekend. You know, whatever whatever goes on in your, your world around Halloween and, and the kicking off of the holiday season, right? But here we are. We're at a moment right now where you can learn from what's going on. Don't treat this holiday or this Halloween as just any other day. Don't treat it as being any other uh, Halloween that you've ever experienced. Okay, great. I know the candy is going to be there. I know I'm going to cave. I know I'm going to eat some. I know it's going to be great. Okay, awesome. Good. I'll have the guilty feeling afterwards. So if, if you know that, that if you go into it thinking it's going to be the same as what all the other Halloweens have ever been, then you're probably going to have the same failures of what you've had at all the other Halloweens. And you're going to have the same guilty feelings that you've always had on the other Halloweens. But if you set yourself up now to be able to say, what am I going to learn from it? How can you not be more successful on next year's Halloween or during the holiday season? Learn from where you're, learn where you're at, okay? If you got cravings and feelings, write them down. Why did you have that craving and feeling? What, take a look at your full day. Was, was your day filled with all kinds of crap? Like seriously? Did you have stress going on? Did you have family stuff? Did you have work stuff? Whatever it is. And then you realize that when you got home, although you might have thought it was just out of boredom, but it might have just been the fact that you just had a really long, crappy day, right? And you literally were sitting there all day long under stress and you got home and it was a product of the fact that you just were grinding all day long and you just wanted some candy and some bad stuff to be able to make you feel better at that moment in time. Maybe that's the case. And if it is, Write it down. Add the notes to the journal. Listen, I'm not saying you have to keep this uh, this journal or whatever it is, but these things that you write down are really important because remember what we always talk about. Don't we always say, if it's on paper, it's on purpose. If you have it written down somewhere, then it has more meaning behind it and it has more weight behind it and it has more stuff, oomph, to be able to bring you to whatever you want to be able to accomplish because you've written it down, whether it's feelings or any uh, or, or whatever, right? Reasonings, information, data, whatever it is. If you write it down, it's going to have more meaning and more oomph behind it for you to be able to move forward and be successful, okay? So listen, folks, have a great Halloween. Be safe out there. You know, be out there for the kids, have fun with it. Even if it's not your type of holiday and you don't like scares and all that other stuff, enjoy it, right? Just enjoy it. Live in the moment. Be part of it and just do the things that you feel are necessary for you to be successful. Try to have that willpower and then take notes on the willpower too if, you, if you're successful with that also. Have a safe night, everybody. Happy Halloween and we'll talk later. On this night, this night, this night.